All right, Malik, it's another week. You uh, you ready to get started on another episode of the podcast? Tyler, what are you talking about? Malik's not here. What? What? everybody and welcome back to another episode of hots a podcast uh malik still is not here so i have brought on two more guests i would like to welcome everybody uh kieran and david hello everyone hello how you guys doing today pretty good yeah. uh you know it was, it was all right i saw thor i had a crazy morning yeah uh, so. <laughs> i can imagine so especially going to see thor in the morning well, not nah, like last night. So I had a hockey game last night, right? Yeah. And, you know, like the traditional thing to do after a hockey game, you drink some brewskis, you know. Oh, I course. had two. I usually have two. Uh, last night, though, I had uh, four. So I think I had texted y'all like, yo, like, are fried plantains good? Because I was like so <laughs> fucking hungry. <laughs> but I ended up picking up wings and pizza. And like I was falling asleep last night eating my wings and pizza. Like I had passed out for five minutes with food in my mouth, right? Oh my God. <laughs> fucking crazy. So then like, okay, I smell, I had a hockey game. Should probably go take a shower. I fall asleep in the shower for two hours. Wake up. I'm like, oh shit, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> I just walk my naked wet ass to my bed and fall asleep. I didn't even dry off or get dressed. I'm just, it, like, I wake up this morning at like eight, drenched fucking bed, just wet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what Yo, have I done? that is amazing. Yeah, and, then, and then I saw Thor four hours later, like nothing happened. I thought I was bad with sleeping. Back before I got my CPAP machine with my sleep apnea acting up like it was, I used to have like, I used to have like friends spend the night at my house and shit like that. And I would, be, I would fall asleep sitting up. And it would be like, it was the weirdest thing. Even if I laid down, I would still sit up because, you know, I would struggle to breathe. So it, I would always be sitting up, but I would be facing towards the side of my bed. So anytime, like, they'd be sleeping on the floor right next to me, they would wake up and just see what looks like me staring them down. <laughs> <sitting the pretzel. laughs> used to scare the shit out of them. I would have swung if I saw that. Just straight up. <laughs> But yeah, we got it. We got it. We got uh, we got David. We got Kieran here on the podcast. Um, I, I want to give a you know I want to give a, I want to do a Malik's stamp of approval. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. You know, since he's not here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do my own stamp of approval. <laughs> so we got Malik's stamp of approval. Uh, this one goes out to halal food because I absolutely fucking love halal food. I had a. Uh, I had chicken and lamb over rice tonight, and it just, man, did it just make put me in a better mood than I was in, that's for sure. Yes, that sounds good. Got that white sauce, the, t- the fucking hot sauce. Oh, my God, so good. I had leftover pizza. <laughs> I haven't had pizza in, like, two fucking weeks, and I'm kind of, like, going through withdrawal, because, like, I, I'm used to Yo. getting pizza on Fridays, and I just haven't had it. <laughs> That's the classic. Like, everyone has to have pizza on Fridays, I swear. That, it's, it's like a it's household iconic. tradition at this point. You know, yeah, for real. what's what's funny is I did it by accident, but I had, like, a calzone for lunch. Oh, really? Hey, <laughs> it counts. Yeah, it does. Calzones are, calzones are fucking delicious. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Guys, ever see that episode of We Bear Bears where, where, they, where they make the calzones and all the animals come to eat it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, have any of y'all watched Parks and Rec? No, I haven't. 
Only like uh, this is character. Right, this is character in the show called Ben, who like has a literal obsession with calzones, like to the point where he's trying to perfect like a recipe when he's depressed. Um, like and like he's like baking them like fifty a day, and it's hilarious. He's just obsessed, really obsessed, and it's so funny. <laughs> Wait, he has like fifty calzones a day. Wait, he, he's like no, he's like making them, trying to perfect his recipe, for like this restaurant he wants to open or whatever. Ah, well, that's like, kind and, of a bit understandable. But I well, mean, if I you're know, eating that so many calzones funny. a day, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not eating them. And like everyone in the town thinks he's crazy because like they all think pizza's better. Which I will argue, a really good calzone can top an average pizza. Oh yeah. Though. Calzone is just Calzone hits you at just the right spot. You know, you get that nice like you get that nice sauce as a dip and shit like that. It mm-hmm. just it, it just hits different than a pizza. Like one hundred percent. You tend to need a nap afterwards though, but that's that can be a good thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You eat so much of it, you're like, Oh my god. <laughs> Three hour nap today after I had my four PM pizza. <laughs> four slices for four PM, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared, clearly. Oh yeah. I, uh, I, there's, there's, it's so weird how your body can go through like two different types of full. Like there's the, there's the full that you're just like, oh my God, I feel fucking sick right now. Like I I (laughs) ate so much goddamn food. And then there's that full where you're just like, oh, this is nice. I'm in my fucking zone right now. (laughs) I used to do that all the fucking time. And I like uh, the sick full. I meant I used to do that all the fucking time and I hated it. Now I try to like stop myself when I get too full and I try not to overfill. Yeah, I swear. Like, when I overfill, I'm, like, walking around bloated. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the Hulk sometimes without the muscle. Like, if Hulk was just a really big, fat guy, that's how I feel <laughs> when I'm, like, bloated. But it, it goes away when I sleep somehow. I don't know how that works. Like, you just wake up and you're fine. Like, make it make sense. A nap helps, you know? It's just the way it is. Your food <laughs> process is why you're sleeping, so it's like... It's, it's too much science for me. <laughs> Probably just let out a giant fart while you sleep, and then that's... <laughs> that also, that, that's also a good reason <laughs> why. But yeah, we got a... Uh, so, I, I brought you guys on specifically to talk Kenobi, but I also, you know, Kieran just watched Thor, so that I figured we could also talk about Thor as well. Ooh. But I yeah. want to save Thor to the end because a lot of people probably haven't seen it yet when the episode when this episode drops. So we'll do a spoiler review for that. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen Kenobi by now. It's been what three weeks since the last yeah, episode since the finale. I think yeah. something like that. We're we're very behind on uh, on Kenobi. But just uh, before we get into our reviews and everything like that, we me and Malik we genuinely like to uh, chit chat a little bit, discuss some things that we like. Uh, since you guys are new to the podcast, if you guys want to explain a little bit about yourself, you're more than welcome to. Ooh, uh, David, you want to go first, or? Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah, let's um, go. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Um, I do a lot of TikTok, and um, yeah, I'm just I'm just a big nerd for Star Wars, uh, Marvel. Like like to play video games. I mean, I'm I'm a very simple person. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah kind of the same huge uh star wars and marvel guy i also love transformers <laughs> tyler yeah <laughs> um i also really love playing hockey it's uh, my favorite sport uh not to toot my own horn but i think i'm fairly good you know i mean you haven't uh-huh. you haven't um, sliced a guy's neck with your blade yet so i i didn't do it last night either <laughs> man i'm sorry i thought about taking it off but like 
not the time. Not, not the time. T- now's not the place. It's not. It's yeah, not the we, right time. We lost. We were down. I'm like, I, I can't go in the box yet. You know, if we were I up, that. I would have done it for you. I get that. No, I totally um, understand. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's pretty much. I don't make TikTok. I'm like David. David had posted some funny TikToks out there. Y'all should go follow him. David does have some good TikToks. Um, yeah. Thank well, you. I, I I love your. I was just watching one of your. Uh, did you recently post a, a lightsaber swing video? Probably a few days ago, because I'm like, I haven't done this in a while. I want to do this. Because I did see that. I did see one a couple days ago, and god damn, dude, you're getting so good at that. <laughs> like, you were swinging that shit it's around so fucking fast. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I can only do the Ob Annie, so I'm like, well, I can only do one trick, so I'm gonna do it super fast. Yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> That's for sure. You take those uh, hand skills to the ice. See how you do at hockey, David. You got some good mitts. <laughs> I have crappy balance. I've only put one foot on the ice, like ever. I've been on the ice one time. It was a it was a birthday party back in third grade for an old friend that I hadn't seen in years. Um, I get we go there and I you know we're go we're on the ice and the, I remember this one kid kept falling. I barely even knew this kid. It wasn't like the friend or anything like that. I barely even knew this kid. But every time he would fall, I would joke and make fun of him and be like, "Ha ha, you fell," <laughs> you know. And then the one then I fell and I actually legitimately landed on my chin. <laughs> and completely split open my chin oh. so he comes by to get his comeuppance and goes oh you fell and i'm like oh and i like lift up my head i'm bleeding he's like oh my god <laughs> and um the, over the over the announcement like speaker thing um because here in philly we have a skate zone um that's what they call it and over the loudspeaker you just hear uh we have a child that split open their chin and my mom was in like the party room and was like watch that be my son like just watch it happen and then they were like you know they call out my mom's name and they're like please report to the office she's like oh my god it is my son Needless <laughs> <laughs> to say i had to go to the hospital that day and get my chin Oof. fixed it was weird because it was like they were just introducing this new like super intense medical glue and it was just like, yeah, we, we haven't really used it on too, too many patients. But I, at the time, I was like, I was at that age where it's like, you know, I didn't want stitches because I was afraid of stitches. And I'm like, yeah, do the glue. And, it, it you know, my chin hasn't split open since. So I guess it's good medical glue. <laughs> really working over there. Oof. Yeah, I have. I've split open my chin three times. I have like three different scars on my Jeez. chin for it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Me and my chin, we, we don't we don't agree. <laughs> i have one small scar on the back of my head i have two major injuries where i was doing something dumb anyways when i was a kid running across a playground and i saw this big kid sliding across this like jungle gym thing but it's like when you slide across and i'm like no i can i can totally make it before he crosses the dude kicks me and i nail the back of my head on the wooden platform that's there and i had to get Ooh. like seven yeah. Before that, I I broke my arm trying to do like a cartoon slide. I fell on my arm on a wood floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch! Geez. Yeah, um, I can't I can't relate to any of this because I've never broken or done anything like that. But there was a time when I was like four or five at my grandparents' house. I was like jumping on the couch, which I shouldn't have been doing. I'm like I fell forward onto the glass table, like face first. Uh, and so my Ooh. parents took me to the ER room. 
like I was completely fine though. Like I was like chilling, like having Cheetos and a chocolate milk in like the waiting room. Like nothing. Oh damn, just you were happened. living life, man. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, he's fine. You didn't have to bring him here. Apparently, it was a pretty hard fall too. So maybe I should have a thick ass head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a thick ass head. I can, you know, I want to try this out on the podcast. I have a hollow head, so if I knock on my head and open my mouth, you'll genuinely hear it. Let's see. Oh, okay. if, let's see if you guys can hear this real quick. Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's how hollow my head is. <laughs> that's crazy. What the fuck? There's barely a brain in there. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all that good Transformers knowledge, though. It does. It does. Um, somebody on TikTok. Uh, my uh, actually, I shouldn't even say somebody on TikTok. It's my buddy Clancy. He's been on the podcast before. He just ran recently asked me, uh, "What is some weird Transformers lore that I know about?" And I know I'm trying to like brainstorm what transformers lord is weird um but i keep getting only g1 episodes because there were a lot of weird g1 episodes oh yeah like uh tracks falling in love with the woman yeah robot and human love <laughs> there's a there's a couple different ones like there's two women that fall in love with transformers there's a transformer that falls in love with a woman and then there's a transformer that falls in love with an Atlantean woman and also right. turns into an Atlantean man <laughs> through some form of Atlantean magic. I don't know how. <laughs> and naturally, it's sea spray. <laughs> yes, of course. With his weird voice. I was actually just watching an episode of Animated uh, yesterday, I believe it was. And the main character, the, like the human character, Sari, was trying to uh, help out the Autobots because they were under mind control from Soundwave. So... She formed together her own team, and uh, you know, Kieran, you know about the, the Slag situation, right? I don't think I do. Well, one of the Dinobots' name was Slag originally, but apparently that's a British slur. Um, I don't know how bad the British slur is, because they do still say it from time to time, and people say it publicly all the time, but like... Um, just for safe, just for safe precautions, uh, Hasbro changed the name from Slag to Slug, and... Uh, yeah, so that's why his name is Slug. <laughs> is did not know that. But in Transformers Animated, uh, Slug is Snarl. And so then who's Snarl? I love how they addressed it in the show because she's like, sorry, is trying to get the Dinobots to help her out. But Grimlock's like, oh, no, we don't help humans. We destroy humans. And I'm like, God damn, Grimlock, you savage. <laughs> Um, but he, she was just like, aren't there three of you? And he, then Grimlock was basically just like, we don't talk to the other one. <laughs> he, he went off and did his own thing. So she goes to the, like, she, they're on, she's on like a version of Dinobot Island. And then she goes to the other end of the Island and she sees one of the Constructicons scrapper. Um, mm -hmm. because apparently the Constructicons are like neutral in this show. I don't know the full details, but he, he apparently is trapped on the Island and he turns Snarl into a pet. Then he was just like playing fetch with him. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, I named him Snarl. And she's like, you named him Snarl? He's like, yeah, well, I tried to call him Slag, but he seemed to take offense to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. I love when shows do that. It's kind of like a fourth wall break because we know like the real situation. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, wow, they really went there. <laughs> I'm guessing you finished Cybertron then. I didn't finish Cybertron yet. I, uh, oh, that, Energon, my bad. It's that it's that channel that I told you about on Pluto TV, the Transformers uh, channel. Yeah. Um, they play right. all they play is Robots in Disguise 2015, uh, Cyberverse, Animated, and um, 
on the weekends they play Armada. And yet they advertise Prime, but they haven't played any Prime. (laughs) (laughs) The best one, possibly. I found out that apparently Robots in Disguise 2015 is supposed to be a sequel to Prime. Yeah, it is. I haven't watched it, though. I heard Um, it doesn't live up to expectations, but I like what I've seen seen so far. Oh, okay. Definitely check it out. Oh, well, that's true, too. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, I guess uh, I guess we can go into the big meat and potatoes, as Malik would say. Um, yep. Start talking about start talking about Kenobi, because I don't want to exclude David from the conversation by talking about Transformers the whole time. <laughs> no, I know some some of it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know, Obi Wan has wrapped up, and quite possibly, I think it was a great. Well, I shouldn't say quite possibly; it was a great show. <laughs> yes, it was very good. What were you guys' uh, overall thoughts uh, or, or surrounding the episode? Or the episode? The fucking show. The show. Um, well, I mean, my the first thing that comes to mind for me is that they really got down Vader being an absolute drama queen in this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, so, like, he conveys, like, such anger or hatred without the face. It's like, okay, like, how, how is that even possible? Props to Hayden Christensen for that. Great acting in the suit. It it was him in the suit, right? Like I'm almost positive like every shot was. I want to say yes, but I'm not 100. percent Like okay. I think I think the wide shots where he's walking, it wasn't Hayden. But when whenever he had ah. like gesture or like the dialogue type stuff, that was that was Hayden. Mm-hmm. And like when he was bodying Riva without the saber. I told Malik this, too. Like, Riva has been, like, waiting for this moment 10 years. This is the fight of her life. She's been waiting for this. And for Vader, it's just another fucking Tuesday. Like, no biggie. (laughs) She used the Force to counter everything. Like, you ain't shit. I felt so bad for Riva, but it was such a badass scene for Vader. That, like, cements his legacy as one of the greatest Sith Lords. Oh, yeah. And and he did it (laughs) one-handed. Yeah, and with one hand. Yeah, that that was awesome. Absolutely insane. I love it because it's just it's that Vader that everybody knows from the comics. You know, it's an angry Vader in his thirties, and it, that's just not a Vader that you want to mess with. <laughs> it's it very... was... it's Vader in his prime, and like um, uh, this is probably the most terrifying I've seen Vader in live action. Like just that mm-hmm. that first bit when he's dragging the family through the village like oh oh my god like, yeah it, it's Dude. different than the hallway scene because the hallway scene you're freaking out because it's badass but he's also killing a bunch of people but in this it's all like unarmed families and stuff it's like oh my mm-hmm. god this is horrifying yeah, like the kid comes out to like save his dad and he just snaps his neck while continuing to choke the dad like that was wow i was not expecting that Vader, in that sense, is a lot like Peacemaker, where he's like, I, I, I want to get to Kenobi, and I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill to get to him. <laughs> it, it was so startling, too, seeing him, like, move fast for some reason for me, because, like, I don't think we really see him move that fast. No, you definitely OT. don't. He's a, he's very so, slow in the in the original trilogy, but that's because yeah. he's old, you know? That's true, too, yeah. But it was, it was just, like, startling to see him, like, move with some authority and speed. Like, when he picks up Reva in, my, what was that, the fourth episode? Yeah. And he was like, you have failed me for the last time, or whatever he said. Like, 
<laughs> he was moving with some vigor, man. Yeah, that <laughs> scene really resonated with me because I was genuinely terrified seeing him come out from that door. I've oh, never yeah. seen a man with no facial expressions look so pissed off exactly. in my goddamn life. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely blew oh. my mind. I was I I almost screamed. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I thought she was done. <laughs> I love um one thing that I love about Kenobi is just how they conveyed Obi-Wan in a sense mm. because it's like you you and this is the thing that I feel like a lot of people had issues with with when it came to Kenobi it's that same reason that they had issues with Luke in episode 8 you know it's like he he's kind of renounced the Jedi way because he he lost essentially like you know the Jedi lost so he kind of lost that bit of hope and, mm-hmm. you know, when he takes on the, like, prime example of that is when the one Jedi is like, oh, my God, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. And he's like, no, it, it's Ben. I am I go by Ben now. Like, leave me alone, pretty much. Like, he doesn't want to help at all. He doesn't even want to help uh, Bail at first, you know? <laughs> yeah, he ignores him. And then Bail has to show up in his little cave hut thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that, that sense of, like, you know, even, even the great, like, Obi-Wan can be defeated you know it's mm-hmm. like we've already seen it from yoda we've already seen it from luke and now it's ha- now it happened to obi-wan in the beginning but to see him overcome that and kind of get everything back after years of not doing it not doing anything like it's really cool to see you know yeah. i, I kind of think for... living in that cave was cooler than living in the house but you know the cave was awesome. i agree I'm not gonna lie. he had that laid that out pretty it. fucking nice and he had like the warning droid thing if like someone was in it that popped yeah. out of the sand. Like, he had the perfect setup. That, I, I would have taken that over the house any day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That scene uh, with him in the cave actually reminded me a lot of Ray. Um, I, th- I felt like that was a nod towards the sequels, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, there yeah, were a bunch of nods. There was yeah. a bunch of nods to the sequels, a bunch of nods to the original trilogy. I mean, you know, but they're going to decanonize the sequels, right? That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Watch I, the I, world I, between worlds gonna make it happen, Damon. <laughs> there was nods to uh, Jedi Fallen Order in there too, which I really enjoyed. Yes, like yes. basically, like the way Obi Wan used the Force again was pretty much the same way that Cal started using the Force again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was nuts. Stopping, stopping. Oh, was the dude's name that was following in Fallen Order? Ah, uh, man, I always forget the guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember it for a stabbed. couple days and then it's just gone. Even though I love that character. <laughs> and he was just gone in the show or game too, you know? Five minutes of screen time and then stabbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. It still hurt. Like, I was like, when that <laughs> happened, I was like, no, my friend. <laughs> I was thinking, damn, Trilla. <laughs> Woo. Even without the mask off at that point, I was like, who is this? She's kind of badass. <laughs> Most of the Inquisitors are fucking badass. Oh yeah, his I think, brother. I think that should lead into uh, our, our 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 next part of the Obi Wan review. Um, the hate that fucking who who's the person that plays Reva again? Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. Yes. The hate that she was getting for that character was completely unjustified. Oh uh, yeah, I don't get it at all. It's ridiculous. A lot of it. I mean, I feel like from what I saw, a lot of it is either blatant or closet racism. It's it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a it's a little bit of a double sided fork though on that with like, yeah. you know, it's racism and sexism all at once. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't it, uh, these these 
toxic Star Wars fans can't have a strong woman character, let alone a strong black woman character, you know, and it really mm-hmm. sucks. I was so happy that uh, Star Wars Twitter kept, like, they essentially, to me, were, like, fighting back with some of the tweets they were saying. Oh, yeah. Saying, like, if you have a problem with this character, you are the problem. Yeah, and even Ewan McGregor came out and put out a video. Mm -hmm. It was like, you are not a Star Wars fan if you're acting like this. Like, 100%, (laughs) like, don't fucking watch the movies. You're not a Star Wars fan. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought was fucking great. People in his, uh, and I saw that video on Twitter, um, and people in the comments were, like, saying, well, Ewan's, not not a lot. It, It was, like, definitely a minority of the comments, but there were still, like, a good amount that were like oh you and just selling out for disney blah 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 it's like no like he he genuinely believes it's like look at the video like come on now yeah he genuinely believes it. he genuinely cares about moses that, yeah. that kind of statement is funny too because ewan is an executive producer of the show yeah mm-hmm. i mean like you know exactly it's like I don't know, man. The toxic Star Wars fandom is just something that I try to avoid as best as I can. But it always, you know, us being in the Star Wars community on TikTok, you know, we we tend to hear a lot about it. You know, it's kind of hard to avoid. It is because it's like we all want to defend the product that we love. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I it just it just sucks how like, you know, Star. I've seen a lot of toxic fandoms in my time, like. I you know I'm a fan of several different things like Transformers, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, all that, and there's there's toxic fans in all of them, but I don't think any of them like top as worse as Star Wars. Yeah, it's like the what's the famous saying? Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is it is really true for uh, some of them out there. It's ridiculous. Y'all need to fucking grow up if you're listening to this podcast. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I I did a post about Mara Jade yesterday, and I felt like I had to put the disclaimers. Like, look, I like the sequels. Do not come into my comments bashing them. This is just a post. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, if you see any legends type of related content on TikTok, there's always like that top comment. It's like, oh, Disney ruined Star Wars. They should have done Old Republic. Like, no man. Like, just because someone likes legends doesn't mean they can't also like the new canon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The thing that gets me with Star Wars fans is how can you hate a character like Rey and say that she's really too, she's too strong in the Force, but yet you love Star Killer from Force Unleashed? Like <laughs> that's not even a fucking a argument. <laughs> <laughs> the man pulled down a Star Destroyer, and I can't fucking stand Star Killer. <laughs> I never played Force Unleashed or Force Unleashed Two, so you can easily anybody can easily come at me and be like, "Oh, Tyler, you haven't even played the games. You don't know what this character's like." No, everything that I've seen of this game, I genuinely hate Star Killer. Having played both games, I can tell you that the controls for bringing down the Star Destroyer were such a pain in the ass it ruined the experience for me. And then the second game, like the lead designer or lead developer or whatever, left before the game was finished, so the story suffered. Ooh. And I hated it. I hated the ending that they did, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm good on this. I'm good on this uh, story. I don't. I don't need any more. This sucked. That's what I heard. I heard the first one's like, it's fun to play, but like, there's no way you could bring him in to canon. And then the second one is just like dog shit. So it adds up. I guess. You have to water him down so much. He would have to be just a regular Jedi. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> It's really funny because one of my one of my employees at GameStop thinks that the person in the uh, 
But no, no, it's not one of my employees. It's people on the internet. They think that the person in the in the container. You guys saw the fall, the Jedi Survivor trailer, right? Yeah. They think that the person inside the back to tank is Starkiller, and that's going to be his debut in the canon. Um, Didn't the person have long hair? What's up? Didn't the person in the tank have like long hair? Though? He does. The theory makes absolute yeah. no sense at all. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, people think that it's going to be Starkiller, and he's, that's how they're going to bring him into canon. And I was telling yeah. one of my employees that I really hope that's not the case. And then he fired back with, "We have another employee that we kind of don't really like. So, but he's a fan of Starkiller." So my one employee that I was talking to was like, no, I hope they bring him back. And they just like debuffed the shit out of him force wise so that he can get upset. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same thing with when they inevitably they, they, they've already got the name in. But when they put Revan fully in canon, uh-huh. I want Revan to be non-binary. Like that would be that cool. Would piss no so many people. Oh, off. yeah. One hundred percent. I, I legitimately want that because it, it would include everyone and it would also piss a bunch of people off, like the right people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it would. Don't ruin my Star Wars. You just <laughs> ruined the greatest character in fiction. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, bud. I don't know too much about Revan, but I do like the idea of Revan. I'm not a fan of Nihilus, though. <laughs> no, me either. No, he's like... Nihilus is like, oh, I can I can eat planets, which sounds cool on the surface, but it is the lamest boss fight in the entire game. Is it really? <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be this all-powerful thing, and it's just... I, I haven't played in a while, so like I might have forgotten something, but from what I remember, it is lame. It is really boring. And I just like, wait, that was it? He's gone now? Like, that was like <laughs> a big entrance for that. I never played KOTOR or KOTOR 2 because I'm waiting for a remaster because... Those mm-hmm. those graphics, man. They, oh, yeah. I, I'm usually they a fan of older games, but I just can't do it <laughs> with that one. Yeah, were, I play Soul Tour sometimes, and like even that, it's like I have a pretty shitty PC too. So that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> but even still, I'm like, damn, like this is kind of eh for what 2012 when it came out. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, the game totally invested more on the cinematics for the trailers than mm-hmm. they did the game itself, you can tell. Yo, you ever <laughs> notice, like, if you go to those trailers, like, you go in the comment section on YouTube, it's the same thing. Disney could never make a Star Wars yes. movie like this. Yep. I'm like, this is like, this is not even what the game is like. It's completely different. It's not even in the same universe, like, the way they compare. Ugh. No, not yeah, at all. It's just, it, it's like a... The the trailers are really good, but it's like a fan service all out battle, and you kind of get close to that in PvP. But it's 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 an MMO, so it's going to be mm-hmm. stiff. Yep. You know, it's not like that at all. My thing was that I could just never really understand that guy that kind of looks like a clone and looks like he's wearing clone armor, and I'm like, why are these why are these guys like clones? That's not supposed to be a thing. You know, they're not even around at this point. So like. Yeah, I, I I came to the theory that I was like, I'm just gonna say this guy's not a clone, and I don't like him <laughs> because he's not a clone. <laughs> I do think it is cool though that Legends fans are still getting new content through Tour and I guess the Kotor remake next year, because I mean they stopped after what 2014 with the new canon, so they they're still getting something at least too. Well, yeah, like. That's that's always good. You kind of it kind of appeases them for the mm-hmm. time being. I mean, I guess you know, with all the with all the hate 
that goes around in the Star Wars community with toxic fans and stuff like that, I, you would kind of hope that maybe they would just like go back to their SWOTOR <laughs> and just be you. like, all right, I got what I need here. <laughs> but no, that's not enough. I, I will say about Legends continuity and the books, I wish they would let them exist side by side and like continue the Legends story, at least to like wrap it up. Because they mm-hmm. kind of stopped it at, like, there's no end point. Like, Han, Luke, and Leia are still alive. Their kids are still there. Like, I thought they were going to do a passing of the torch moment. That hasn't happened. And the last Legends book was written by a guy named Troy Denning. And I don't know what his other books are like. And I, I feel bad because he looks like a nice guy. But his Star Wars writing is dog shit. <laughs> I absolutely hate everything he writes in Star Wars, and he he was the last Legends book. Oh man, left oh, the sour taste in your mouth, then. <laughs> yeah, right. I uh, my my biggest thing is that if if they were to have Legends be side by side with the actual canon, it would have to be particular parts of Legends because if you really think about it, Legends goes all the way back to those original comics where Luke and Leia fucked. <laughs> Like, oh my God. I don't want that to be canon. <laughs> you got to have a little bit of incest in your Star Wars, man. It's only just right. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> tiny little bit. Game of Star Wars. We all know George Lucas was about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking have them kiss twice and just go, yeah, they're brother and sister. They have been the yeah. whole time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It just is what it is. <laughs> no harm, no foul. <laughs> But yeah, Obi-Wan I thought was a fantastic show. Um I will I'm gonna give I think I gave Camilla props before on the podcast, but I'm gonna give her props again because she like I really felt like Anakin did need a woman's touch to like really make the character feel like an actual character. <laughs> and not sit there going, What have I done? <laughs> there was like he didn't have very many lines, but Hayden Christensen in the flashback when he was doing that mock fight with Obi-Wan and he said, which is why you're going to lose, that line delivery is probably some of the best I've ever heard him do as Anakin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that he may not have had many lines, but the lines that he did have were so impactful that it sticks yeah. with you, you know? And I, for me, the most impactful was when Obi-Wan cuts the helmet and you yes. can see Hayden and the voice fluctuates between uh, James Earl Jones and Hayden with like the echo. It, it was not echo, but like the, it was like a reverb kind of with the voice. Yeah, yeah it was the really Obi-Wan cool. didn't kill Anakin yeah, Skywalker. That one. I did. I did. <laughs> God damn, it gives me chills. Yes, I'm thinking about bro. it right now. It just it skews me out. <laughs> Tyler, you want to talk about the um, homeless clone you saw in yeah. episode two? So <laughs> everybody, everybody. So you think that like you think that the Star Wars community being so uh, so nice, and at least the people that I have met being so nice and caring would be like, man, Tyler, I feel so bad for you. There was that homeless clone in there, but no, instead they just kept bringing it up and making me sadder. <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> 501st, too? Like, come on, man. I know. I think most of them, don't get me wrong, most of them were like, oh, poor Tyler and stuff like that, but then after like a day or two, they were just like, alright, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care about your goddamn clones anymore. Um, Malik definitely had the most in that, uh, the most fun out of that, I should say, because he would constantly bring it up, and I would tell him to shut up, and then he would just be like, nobody gives a shit about him. 
<laughs> and I'm like, dude, just, come on. Just mention Black Bolt and his yeah. head, you know, that's all you got to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like that, like, Malik doing that was revenge for all of us just basically doing that with Black Bolt. Be like, oh, uh, you, you know, his head exploded. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, but I'm definitely guilty of that one. I would go in on him about Black Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is that he came at me for the homeless clone i didn't come out of once for that black bolt scene like at all i was there next to him when it happened and i'm like i'm so sorry <laughs> you're just taking it out on you yeah the pretty rest much of us. <laughs> but yeah the homeless sorry, clone man. scene when i saw that oh my god my heart that hurt I, I like i felt like my heart got ripped in half i was like no poor guy and for tomorrow's morrison to come back as a clone and that's the mm-hmm. role i'm like come on guys we gotta do something cool for this guy it's it was so bad to the point where i changed my discord name on the server to give clones that's a right. home that's right yeah, i would have i would have totally if i saw that clone i would have fucking i would have been like come on buddy let's get you a, let's get you a room for the night and a nice warm meal <laughs> I absolutely love Lil. I don't. I don't know the actress's name, but the girl who played Leia played her so well as a young girl. Like I'm sure Carrie Fisher is like smiling right now because that was, was so like good. peak. That was peak. I'm so glad it wasn't revealed she was going to be in the show in the trailer. Cause like when they panned the Alderaan, I'm like, wait. Like I know that's that's Alderaan. Are we going to see Leia? I was like so ready. It, it was great. I was really happy to see a lot more of Alderaan because I mm-hmm. I think I had said I remember we had that watch along in Revenge of the Sith and I had said it it was a couple of weeks before Kenobi and I had said it I was like I wish we could explore Alderaan more and I hope we get that in the show and we did and I was very happy because Alderaan is a beautiful planet. Mm-hmm. David, have you read um Princess Leia of Alderaan? Yeah, that was a really good book. Yeah, like so I've read it too, but like watching. Little Leia here, it kind of enhanced that book for me. I've read it before, but like I was thinking back whenever she was on screen. Like always, every time Alderaan's brought up, in like a good way, like even in the show, Bale's like, these people are going to look up to you one day. I'm like, oh yeah, wait, no, big boom, <laughs> green laser. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's just, it's just terrible to think about. <laughs> Looking at how beautiful planet Alderaan is, like I, I don't read any of the books or anything like that, so I didn't, I don't know any of what you were just talking about at all. But uh, looking back on how beautiful the planet Alderaan is, and seeing Leia as a child on Alderaan does kind of make that blow in Episode Four a lot sadder, you know? Because originally I watch Episode Four and I'm like, well, I don't know shit about Alderaan. What do I care if it blows up? <laughs> Who? I don't know any of those people. <laughs> You know? And now you're like, oh, it's just—it's kind of like the same thing about overlooking the Death Star blowing up. Like, if you really think about it, there's a lot of people on that Death Star. There's a lot of people that died. If see, that's actually also in another book, Lost, Lost Stars. Stars. That is, yep. that is in, in, enhanced because you get it from the Imperials' perspective. Like these sympathetic characters mm-hmm. have friends on the Death Star. And some yep. of them start believing more in the Empire because their friends died on the space station. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think if you go to read a Star Wars book, Tyler, I think you should go with Lost Stars. I have heard, the, I have heard so many good things it, about Lost Stars. Spans the entire OT, so it's not like anything new. And you you see some characters from the movies that pop up in the book. And it's like kind of cool cameos. 
Yeah, Malik has talked about Lost Stars on the podcast before. I think around the time that he actually first read it, um, we, I think we were like midway through between, like we were in the middle episodes between episode one and fifty, um, and he was reading that book and he was talking about it a lot and it got me to kind of want to read it, but I just don't have the time to set aside to read. Fair enough. <laughs> That's my only reading problem. does take time. Some of these long ass Star Wars books. I'm looking at you. Shadows of the Sith, four hundred sixty some pages right now. Jeez, that book I, looks like it's it's really interesting. I'm not gonna it's, lie, it's so good. And like I'm I'm about halfway through it because I got the audio book, so I'm listening to it like in the car rides and just when I'm like getting ready for work and stuff. And yeah, it it gives more depth to Ochi, and I I mean Malik really likes Ochi. I can't yes. fucking stand Ochi. I, <laughs> I don't get it. Malik also likes a Ked Pinch Clop, so you know. Oh my god, I've never seen anybody mark out so hard for Ked Pinch Clop. I had no idea who he was until I started hearing Malik talk about him. Man, my man's just a mark for Ked Pinch Clop, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm if pretty he sure he's brought that up movie. on the podcast, too. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. If he shows up in a movie or show, he's going to lose his fucking shit. <laughs> he's going to be freaking out. Well, didn't he show up in episode eight? Oh, yeah, but like in another show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, I guess it's like the people that are really good fans of um, what Max Rebo. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Max Max Rebussy. Yeah, I'm telling you, he survived the the explosion in episode six of Book of Boba Fett. He wasn't there for a reason. They didn't show him because he wasn't there. Okay. You know, somebody sent Ma- Max Rebo a fucking Snapchat. Was like, don't show up for work today. <laughs> Say less, bro. Unrealistic headcanon is he survived. Not not only did he survive, but he somehow saved Garza Whip from the direct blast. (laughs) Got her out of there. Please. (laughs) I just can't stop thinking about the don't show up for work today. (laughs) That fucking got me. What do you think a Max Rebo snap score is? I'm saying it's over a million. Oh, definitely. You know he's he's hitting up all them honeys and all his oh, friends yeah. on a <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> Snapchat name is Jizzfeet Whaler. <laughs> Jizzfeet Whaler, beautiful. I should change my Snapchat username to that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. Um, anybody got any final thoughts on Obi Wan? Hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Or does anybody have any more they want to add about Obi Wan? Because I, I personally, I can't really think of anything more. I guess I'll add. Um, Tyler, have you seen Rebels? I can't remember. I have not seen Rebels. Okay. Well. Fifth brother in this show, I really enjoy it a lot more than Rebels. I'll oh, yeah? Say that. yeah? Was he that, in Rebels? All. Yeah, he's oh, <laughs> yeah, he's in Rebels. Oh, man. He had a Another big... reason to watch it, Tyler. <laughs> I know, Did I need to watch it. Part in Rebels, though? Like, I, I feel yeah, like I would say he had a bigger kinda... part. Yeah. But I, I like think he was more intimidating. Yeah. I think he was more intimidating in the show. Yeah, that's true. He was kind of like but, a, a dunce in Rebels a little bit. Yeah. Who's the uh 
Who's the girl that that helped out Obi Wan? Was it Tala? Yeah, yeah. Oh, her dad. Yeah, that oh. shit hurt. I I hated that the Loaderbot died too. I I hate he that show for making me care her. about a goddamn Loaderbot <laughs> who couldn't talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a word. He didn't need to talk to be impactful. He just was. <laughs> <laughs> picked up the wrench i'm like oh are we is this foreshadowing or is he gonna like wail on people with a wrench and that never actually happened <laughs> i'm like oh man it was like it, it, that that whole scene though with the sacrifice and all that felt very rogue one like that whole vibe mm-hmm. yeah it did it, it was like the loader bot kind of felt a lot like k2 it's k2so in rogue one right yeah yeah. yeah, it felt a lot like K2SO, in my opinion. I was like, I, I was getting the same feelings that I was watching Rogue One. I should say the second time, because the first time I wasn't as into Rogue One. <laughs> I um, I really enjoyed Camille Nanjiani's uh, fake Jedi character. Oh, yeah. That like, was, going that was into fun. the show, going into the show, I thought he was going to be an actual Jedi. <laughs> so, like, when he's doing the whole thing at first, I'm like, yes, I was right. And then, like, it's slowly revealed through obvious, like, clues and context that we have knowing the actual jedi that he's not one i'm like son of a bitch i was so close (laughs) watching his character in the show i was like i was like are they really making him a jedi i didn't expect that because like it's camille nunjani he's genuinely a joke character you know um who has a serious moments don't get me don't get me wrong but like for the most part he's the comedic relief so i'm like there's no way they just made this guy an actual jedi and then he's i saw him faking it and i was just like oh (laughs) i was like this this makes more sense yeah, his his best line at that whole exchange was when Reva used the force to nail him to the wall, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, those aren't magnets." Because <laughs> <laughs> he was using them. Yeah. Who was that? Um, I'm sure you two remember. Who was that? Like pro Empire guy in second ep- or third episode? Oh, um, shit. What was his name? I think it begins it with a so K funny. or something like that. It's a really stupid name too. It's like um. Yeah, but people like on Twitter were like saying like justice for him. Like I can change him. <laughs> it was really funny what people were saying about that guy. I can't remember his name. I'm looking well, it up right now. That's a weird story. Nothing <laughs> wrong with a little order is very. Uh... <laughs> all he wanted was he just wanted he just wanted a peaceful route to his fucking job and back. That's all he wanted. <laughs> Maybe transport a couple troop buddies. Like, there's nothing wrong. But he's totally a guy that would that would have like uh, make the make the make the galaxy great again. <laughs> just oh, sticker yeah. on the back of his car. It was just funny that people were like were like love this guy, even though he's definitely like a he would be a, a trumper, you know, a trumpet here oh, in yeah, America. 100%. Which is funny, but uh oh. I like how the troopers too were like on a first name basis with this guy. <laughs> like they got like a relationship and everything. It was it was it was hilarious. I think it was Freck. I'm like, yes, Freck. Like that's yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank um, you, David. Because <laughs> like that that scene too, it was like classic Star Wars timing because they were trying to interrogate Obi Wan, and they're they're like, oh, it's a long ride, and then like two sentences later, they're like, okay, we're here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I um. That scene was a little odd for me because it's just like I I've said this on the podcast before, but all growing up, I usually I pinpoint like certain things that intrigue me in movies, whether it's like something that an actor does or like a weird sound effect that was pleasing to the ear, stuff like that. And I tend to I tend to just like hone in on that. And I just like 
that kind of becomes a fixation. Um, but the the one scene where he's just like, he's like, oh no, a Jedi. He's like a Jedi. Is everybody going to be okay? And then the one guy's just like, we'll get him. We always do. And then he just starts <laughs> nodding his head a little bit as if he's like, yeah, we'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I was just like, why is this dude still nodding? I was like, <laughs> he's so like confident in himself. I love it. <laughs> I like when they give stormtroopers a little bit of personality, like in Fallen Order. Like oh, if you just yeah. sit around and listen to them, like chat the shit, and like five minutes later, you're just cutting them up in the most brutal ways imaginable. <laughs> My favorite moment in Jedi Fallen Order that I had with the stormtroopers was I was fighting two of them. One of them was a scout trooper with the baton, and the other one had the uh, the Gatling gun or like the turret. Um, mm -hmm. I take out the scout trooper, and the guy with the turret goes, "I can't do it all by myself." And then he, <laughs> he gets a quick jab on me with the uh, with the with the turret gun, and just went, "Ha! Huh, I did it." <laughs> <laughs> immediately after he got killed <laughs> oh yeah that's how it goes you know but yeah obi-wan is a fantastic show i think deborah chow did a fantastic job with that mm -hmm. show um i I, th I think ultimately the downfall with a lot of people who dislike the show is just that they went into it with high expectations it's the same thing that we saw out of doctor strange and the multiverse of madness they went into it with high expectations, thinking it was going to be this grand show about Obi-Wan and Anakin, but it was never going to be, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also think, particularly in the Star Wars fandom, oh, not a lot, but a good chunk of fans just want to see lightsaber fights for six yeah, episodes. I could see Me, that. personally, I don't find that entertaining. I like character-driven stories. We kind of see that with Obi-Wan struggling with his, I would say, PTSD, having flashbacks and his nightmares back in the prequels, and like him a, overcoming all that. If I can come to grips with the fact that I'll never get a two-hour Clone Wars movie about just one battle that the clones had to go through, kind of like a Saving Private Ryan type of story, then I think a lot of other people could come to grips with the fact that they're not going to get that with the lightsaber fights and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a sick movie, though. I, I've always wanted one. I'm not gonna lie. That was always that's a dream Star Wars project for me is is to see a Clone Wars story that is basically just one really big battle with clones. This is like almost in the style of Saving Private Ryan or like a war movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's part of the reason why I like Rogue One so much is because it's practically that. <laughs> yeah, Rogue Rogue One. Like I don't typically like when characters are killed off, like, especially because a lot of times narratively, it doesn't make any sense. Or yeah. Doing it to do it. But like rogue one, it's my second favorite star Wars and everybody dies. And yeah. It's, it's only because it makes complete sense. Why? Yeah, exactly. And I didn't look at it like that at first. When I first went to go see that movie in theaters, I thought to myself, man, I can't really get attached to these characters because I know they're going to die because you already know the outcome of the, that crew because of episode four, <laughs> you know? So I just honed in on that thought process. And I was just like, this was not that good of a movie. I don't like it. And then I, you know, I gave it a little bit of time. I went back and I rewatched it in 2020 and I was like, no, this movie's fantastic. <laughs> like, I was, um, I think I was 14. That was 2016, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was 14 when that movie came out. I went to go see it with my mom. And me being 14, um, not being the brightest person, also contributed to this. But uh, <laughs> I thought they were all going to make it out. I thought they were going to be fine. 
Yeah. So, like, I was devastated when the whole crew dies. And my mom was like, what were you expecting? Like, you thought they were going to make it out. We know we know they're not in the original trilogy. I'm like, shut up, mom. Like, <laughs> I can dream. <laughs> it seemed almost like there was a couple scenes in there where they were going to make it. You know, it's kind of like I still watch it to this day and knowing that the outcome is going to be what it is. And I'm just like, man, they almost made it. <laughs> I thought at the very least Cassian and Jin were going to make it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm but really like, excited for the Andor show. Actually, it looks like it's going to be oh, really yeah. good. That trailer was sick. It was very sick. And we get more. I love Stellan Skarsgård. Like in just like everything I've seen him in. So I'm so excited for the character he's playing. But what? I don't know anything about it. What's he the been character. in? Uh, he's Doctor Selvik and like Marvel. Oh, okay. He's in, I'm he's horrible in... with celebrity names. <laughs> you tell yeah. me what they're in. I usually recognize them from that. Um, he's in Chernobyl. I don't know if either of y'all have seen that. I've uh, never but seen it's Chernobyl. A, it's a really good like mini series. Uh, I think it's on HBO about the Chernobyl uh, nuclear power plant disaster. <laughs> remember when? Remember when? Uh, in Transformers, when they went to Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darker and Shockwave damn near destroyed the whole fucking area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. I was not expecting that when I saw it in theaters. Didn't they try to say that a piece of the Allspark was the reason why Chernobyl blew up? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah, they tried God, to frame it like that. I'm like, Michael okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in a Goodwill Hunting. I don't know if y'all have seen that, but it's one of my favorite movies. No, nah, I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. I need to. I've heard so many good things about that movie, and it's referenced all the time in like TV shows and shit. I got her number. How do you like damn apples? <laughs> it's the classic line. But yeah, um, that, you guys, I, I know I asked this before, but what are the final th- final thoughts on Obi Wan? <laughs> David, um, it, it's. I know it was only like a mini series, but it, it is my top rated show. And I, I did a ranking on TikTok recently, and everybody was pissed off at how low I put Clone Wars. <laughs> I, put <Kenobi laughs> I saw that. On top. And I, I just, it, it's been the only show, Marvel or Star Wars, that, especially in, in the last episode, that actually made me emotional watching. Mm-hmm. Like when Obi Wan mm-hmm. was talking to Leia. And he told her about her parents. I was like, I'm done. I I can't. Yeah. I can't watch, or I, I I can't like watch without feeling extremely emotional about this. And then Qui Gon shows up like five minutes oh. later, and you're like, No. I was, I was watching it with Pat, and Pat's a big Qui Gon fan. Uh-huh. He was screaming and crying all at once. His reaction <laughs> on TikTok is just so genuine. Oh my yeah. god, I was like. I was like, oh, Pat, I'm so glad you got what you wanted. Um, so, I I love this show. I love it so much. However, I really love The Mandalorian. I'm not ready to say that it's over that for me. I'm right for the best live action show. I think um, it's definitely better than Book of Boba Fett. I'm completely right there with you. It was definitely better than Book of Boba Fett, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does not top Mando. Mando, when I was being too overly critical about the sequel trilogy, and I will admit that to you guys because I've admitted it to you guys before in the Discord, that mm-hmm. I when I first saw the sequels, Episode 8 and 9, I was very overly critical. And I went back into it with an open mind, and now I love them. Um, at that time, I thought I needed a break from Star Wars. So I 
did. I just took a break from it. But it was Jedi Fallen Order and Mando that pulled me right back in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say I give this show a good solid... 8 out of 10, though. I mean, I, I really did enjoy this a lot. I don't have too many problems with it at all. Yeah, I give it I give it an 8 out of 10 as well, honestly. There was there was not much about it that I didn't like. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. say that. And being an Obi-Wan, you know, Obi-Wan's my favorite Jedi. So, mm-hmm. I naturally, I, I got a little bit of a bias towards it, just like Moon Knight. Um, which, by <laughs> the way, David, I, I, I'm not mad at you for putting Clone Wars down at the bottom of the, like, low on the list. I'm mad at you for putting Moon Knight down at the lower <laughs> of the list. I don't remember where I put it, but I was like, I can't, I can't put this over other stuff. <laughs> no, nah, I'm only messing with you. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> if I make my list, Tyler, I think it's going to get skipped by Miss Marvel at this point. Because Moon Knight was my number one, but Miss Marvel's been so good. I, I haven't think it's watched gonna get any top. of the episodes. I need to oh, set aside some time and watch them. It, it's, it's so fantastic. awesome. If you watch these episodes and you go on TikTok and find these uh, certain certain creators that are like like really knowledgeable about the culture, yeah, um, it's it's so good to hear it from their their perspective. I mean, some some of these episodes bring them to tears because I'm like, this is exactly how, what it's like. They're like blown away. That's really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. It's good that we got that representation. You know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Marvel, like I said earlier in the podcast, all of us have seen Thor. And to everybody yes. listening at home, if you haven't seen Thor, this is the spoiler review of Thor. So Thor. you're going to want to skip here and probably just cut it off here. Um, imagine the music in your mind or something, like the end theme. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. But uh, yeah, Thor Love and Thunder was... I, I, I it was a great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I had a really fun time in the theater. Um, where we were, uh, me and my friends that went, uh, one of them being Adam, who was on the podcast before, um, we we went to Quaker Town because he had a tattoo appointment, uh, and both of our tattoo artists that we trust are now in a different shop. One is 45 minutes away, and the other one's an hour away in Quaker Town. So... Um, you know, he had an appointment scheduled with the one uh, with one of our tattoo artists that we trust. And we went out to Quaker Town. We tried to make a day of it. It was less than uh, less than what it was. It wasn't what we thought. Let's just say that it was a lot worse than what we thought. Well, actually, um, but that w- the movie was definitely one of the high points of the day, as well as getting the tattoo, like Adam getting the tattoo because uh, they played Wolf of Wall Street. And that ran through the whole movie, which was awesome because I love Wolf of Wall Street. Nice. But um, <laughs> yeah, Thor, Thor: Love and Thunder, I thought was great. It was, you know, a lot of the things that people, a lot of the issues that people tend to have with Thor: Ragnarok is that it was too comedic. You know what I mean? That's um, issue. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have that issue. I personally don't, but there was definitely a good blend of comedy and just serious storytelling and action in this movie. Yeah. Um. I I really I I'm not sure if I'm ready to put it over Ragnarok yet. It's definitely better than the first two Thor movies for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I need to see it again, so I'll probably wait until it's on Disney Plus. Uh, but this was a fantastic movie. I was Gore the God Butcher. Whenever Christian Bale was on screen, he absolutely for me steals the show. Oh my like, god! That was such a great performance by him. It's probably one of the best marvel villains for me it was very much like it seemed to me almost like he gave it like a little bit of a patrick bateman 
from American Psycho, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. added that into the character of Gore the God Butcher, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I only because with Ragnarok, like it is a good movie, and I like the story and the action scenes and stuff. There is some good comedy, but like a lot of it just felt very predictable, especially near the end of the movie. And I'm just like, uh, but then watching love and thunder, like, yeah, there was a lot of comedy, but I laughed out loud so much. And it hit just all of the right places. Those goats were hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The goats were very funny. Just hearing them scream. Every, every time they crash. <laughs> when they hit like were... the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> Those goats were it. They, obviously, they were pulled from the comics because Thor does have those goats in the comics. Um, I think it's only one though, if I remember correctly, in the comics. But th- obviously, they didn't scream like that. But that addition, I just thought was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it it sprinkled in like Guardians of the Galaxy flavor a little bit there mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Guardians. Uh, Star Lord's my favorite Marvel character. So, like, I'm not gonna take away from the movie because it's a Thor movie, but, like, I do wish they were in it more than, like, the first ten minutes, but that's yeah. just me being a huge Guardians fan. It's nothing to do with the movie. I'm really um, kind of thinking that Guardians 3 might be a little bit more of their adventures with Thor, like, because, mm-hmm. obviously, it, like, I don't know what the exact time skip is between Endgame and this movie, but mm-hmm. it seems like they've been on a lot of adventures together in that yeah. time period. Another Thor adventure. Another classic Thor adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I knew nothing about Mighty Thor, uh, Jane Foster's Thor oh, coming God. into this movie. So like when I found out that like Mjolnir is keeping her alive longer, but also killing her from the stage four cancer yep. she has, I was like. Wow. That is actually ripped straight from the comics. I love it Mighty is. Thor. I actually think I like Mighty Thor more than actual Thor in my mm-hmm. like this is just my opinion obviously, but like um yeah, that is ripped straight from the comics where Mjolnir is practically key- is like the only thing keeping her alive, but it's also killing her. Like at the yeah. same time it's like almost enhancing her cancer. Yeah, I I only knew of that because like when Love and Thunder was announced and you know they showed jane foster like that's what people speculated oh yeah that it's going to be from the comics like this plot point happened and i now i really want to read mighty like like a mighty thor run just Mm -hmm. to see because i loved her in this and i was i was because i like like i said before i don't i don't like when characters get killed off even though this was a really powerful way to go um Like, I was secretly hoping. It's like, please, please make this, like, different than the comic book ending. I really thought, to be honest with you, I really thought they were going to kill Thor and not not Jane. Hmm. Um, I thought Jane, I thought this was kind of going to be a passing of the torch movie for Jane. Like, you know, Thor was going to pass on and then it was going to be left with the mighty Thor to take over. Um, but it wasn't. And honestly, I'm okay with it. Like... I thought what we had of the Mighty Thor was absolutely awesome, you know? Not not to, like, jump around a bit, but do you think there was a purpose for them showing her in Val- Valhalla, or was that just kind of like an end to her story that, like, was a satisfying ending? There probably is a purpose. Um, what I that purpose it... is, I don't know, but what were you about to say, Kieran? Well, I think it's just an ending. I mean, how's she to get out of Valhalla? She's dead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
Who knows? It's Marvel though. What's I think cool I think it is know, a good man. ending. Yes, bro. Idris Elba. Yeah, that was, at it again. was so cool with those awesome dreads that he had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like how uh, Taika's put in two straight Thor movies now orgy jokes. Because in Thor yeah. Ragnarok, there was the orgy joke with the um, what Grandmaster or whatever his name was. See, um, the, the thing is, one. is because Taika Waititi himself is having orgies all the time with his. Uh, uh, what does he have? Two girlfriends, or is it a wife and a girlfriend? <laughs> I think it Wait, is. are you are you serious? Yeah, dude, Taika Waititi, <laughs> I think, legitimately has a wife and a girlfriend. Like he's living the fucking life right now. Yo, no wonder he looks so laid back in interviews. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting it twenty four seven, man, <laughs> and they're both okay with it too. That's the best part. <laughs> hey, if they're both okay with it, then props to him. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> respectable man <laughs> respect oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um i it was weird because like when you know when valkyrie got stabbed i was naturally upset because i'm like no that's thor's like battle buddy you know you can't have thor without Val- valkyrie now and i was like i was a little upset but i was very upset when i thought cork was gonna die <laughs> I, I like gas. I don't. I, uh, for people who know me, I don't really like react that much when watching things. Yeah, I'm very much like the Thrawn guy, just sitting and absorbing everything coming my way. But like when Korg got the fake out death, I was like, oh, no! Like in the theater, I was fucking shook. And then of course his face is still there. Like, yay! <laughs> my hands, guess. my hands were up. I had my fingers were clenched, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I gotta, I gotta add this being like being the kid that listened to sweet child of mine on repeat for fucking Mm. like a couple months straight to the point where my, where Adam almost stopped listening to guns and roses entirely because I annoyed the (laughs) hell out of him with it. Um, the first time I experienced sweet child of mine was guitar hero two. And I was just obsessed with that song ever since, but like the use of guns and roses in that soundtrack was just beautiful. Yeah, and even the title, uh, now that we've all seen the movie Sweet Child of Mine, Thor's a adopted I would say child. What's her name? Did she did she get a name in the movie? I don't think so. Uh, Gore, Gore's daughter. Well that that's not like his sweet child. He's looking after her like yeah. she's his own. He's a great you know? uncle. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> well not like a great uncle in the sense it's like, you know, I mean I, I'm I'm your great uncle. It's just he is a good guy yeah. and he's an uncle. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Gore wins though. That's what I wasn't expecting. He got to eternity. Oh yeah, it? yeah, it was eternity. Like he, he he won. He just decided to bring back his daughter instead of you know fucking killing all the gods. It was weird because like I know like I know in the story they said that you know if he gets to eternity he can make his wish and it could be whatever whatever he wants it to be, um, mm-hmm. but. I halfway through the like about like when we got towards the end of the movie, I kind of forgot that it was the that he was making a wish with it. So when <laughs> when they showed what eternity looked like um, originally, like when he was about to open the gate, I was like, man, that looks a lot like Galactus. I was like, what if they just introduced Galactus right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been wild. <laughs> <laughs> the celestial representation was pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, we got we got a few of them. Yeah, we got two in uh, wherever Zeus was living. That weird, not Olympus place. I, I, it was like Omnipot, <laughs> Omni Omnipot city or something like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it fake Olympus. That's I know it had a play on like are. omnipotent. <laughs> Yo, 
I was looking so hard for Khonshu. I think that's what it's what, the, that's what it was called. Uh, yeah, I was looking so hard for Khonshu and like the realm of all the gods. Like oh, I was yeah, like, where's Khonshu? Where is he? I did. I, I did kind of jump a little bit because the Marvel intro played, and I saw Moon Knight on there, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Miss Marvel. I'm like, "Oh God, they already put her there. Awesome!" I actually yeah. didn't see Miss Marvel on there. Damn it! Mm-hmm. I might have to go back and there. find it now. <laughs> I like how the two Celestials are just chilling though, and that's it. I'm not even gonna try and say that. That city when they flew out on the goat boat ship. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it, the goat boat ship. The goat boat ship. <laughs> I, I it's weird. I said this to Malik last night when I was talking to him on the phone, but like I was not expecting Thor to be the one to quote unquote kill Zeus because we know he didn't actually kill Zeus after mm, watching the yeah. end credits scene. But like, you know, the fact that he was the one to like quote unquote think he killed Zeus, I was like, damn, I was not expecting that. Like when I saw that happen in the movie, I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is absolutely shredded, dude. Yeah, I oh, know. That, that flicks, like the flick scene, even I, I was like, whoa. I was a little <laughs> bit curious on if they actually had Chris Hemsworth naked in that shot because there were, I was looking at the women, they were looking down a lot in that oh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, is he actually naked? They're just like, looking at his dick. Been. Like He could have been. Like he, that is like that is honestly like God. I mean, he is a God, and like obviously Marvel continuity, but that is God bod right there. Like, yeah, I have never seen someone like that in shade. It's ridiculous. Oh my God, yeah, he is he, he really toned the fuck up. I mean, like obviously, like Endgame, I'm pretty sure it was a fat suit because obviously Chris yeah. Hemsworth didn't put on that weight unless yeah. he's fucking Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny <laughs> and put on sixty pounds in one season, <laughs> only to lose that sixty pounds in another season, like. Um. Yeah, that was he. He is shredded. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus, man, Zeus is exactly what I expected him to be. <laughs> Russell like, Crowe, I forgot Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zeus. Wait, was that Russell Crowe? Yeah, it was Russell. Holy Crow. shit! I didn't even notice that. You can, you can add him now to the Marvel cast of like just star-studded actors and actresses they we've had in oh, the yeah. franchise. Did you like uh, being a Jurassic Park fan? Did you like that they brought Sam Neill back to play Odin yes. in that play? I was <laughs> yeah, so happy. Him and, and Matt Damon. And Matt sick. Damon, and then yeah. The other Hemsworth brother was there too. Um, I think his name is Liam. Liam Hemsworth, yeah. Yeah. I was sick. like, I was like, man, look at Sam Neill. Two banger movies in one year. <laughs> He's living it. <laughs> when they were talking about making the play, like after the kids got captured and Doctor <laughs> doesn't even say anything, and they're like, okay, I didn't hear enough. I didn't hear enough. <laughs> McCarthy is hella too. That was that's right. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Adam Adam isn't really a fan of Melissa McCarthy. So when he saw her, he was all happy to see Matt Damon back again and stuff like that. Then as soon as she came out, he was like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, one of the things that I really liked was the uh, the whole like. Uh, this is my ex weapon, and I'm with this weapon now. The situation that was going on in that movie, where like the, the one scene that stands out when it comes to that is uh when he was talking to Mjolnir, and then Jane came up and grabbed it, and they and she walked away, and then Stormbreaker just slowly like floated in. <laughs> and he's just like, oh hey. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all, but it was so funny. I loved it so much. 
that was a good that was a good recurring joke i thought that mm-hmm. i'd say between that and the another classic thor adventure <laughs> really got me <laughs> he uh picked up picked up mjolnir at one point said just checking handed it back yeah <laughs> Yeah, the, so when we got to the theater, um, we were a couple minutes late to the movie because we were like, our movie was at 7.30, and we got there at 7.35 because Adam's tattoo ran a little later than we expected. Um, still made pretty good timing, so we're like, all right, there's previews going on right now. So we, we got our snacks, but ultimately we got in there about 7.45. But we didn't miss much of the prologue, um, so we we saw what happened with his daughter and stuff like that. It's just like there's maybe like a minute that I missed that I need to go back and see now. <laughs> oh wait, you missed like the opening? No, not the full opening. No. Um, oh, okay, okay. Like we saw we saw him in the uh, when we when we came in, it was the uh, the shot in the desert um, when he's with his kid at first, and then when we sat down is when he had the grave and he was just laying next to the grave. Mm-hmm. So we missed like roughly not i wouldn't even say a minute maybe 30 seconds of the movie gotcha yeah yeah. that was mostly him agonizing with her in the desert i think yeah it was pretty like it was um, it was kind of painful to watch because like going off the trailer like i was going and expecting ragnarok nothing but comedy a little hint of drama but no this was a Oof, I was not prepared for that scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna go kid. back and see it again because I got I got AMC A list, so I can go see it for free again. Um, Regal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Regal's nice. Don't get me wrong, but AMC <laughs> gives me three free movies a week. So <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up going back to see it again. Um, just for that opening prologue scene alone, because I do want to see what exactly happened that I missed. Is like, is it more than I think it is, or did mm-hmm. I really just and miss like thirty seconds of it? It's, it's like David said; it's just him walking around in agony with his uh, dying daughter. Yeah, and then I saw, um, I you know, we saw the scene where that god, that god in the beginning was totally a fucking dick. I oh yeah, I, I fully like for like a good half of the movie was well, not even a half, like a good quarter of the movie, I was like, no, this is totally justifiable until he started kidnapping children, and I was like, okay, maybe maybe not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And Thor gave his power to those kids. It made made me realize, like, oh, those are going to be new Thors, aren't they? It's a, it's going to be a whole group of them now. I I don't know. Yeah. I think that was only temporary, personally. Yeah, he said he he whispered a uh, limited time into the lightning bolt, right? When he yeah, gave I think the so. powers, he did say that. But I was just like, man, it, it just feels like this is how they're going to bring like multiple Thors in. But I don't know. What? It's like also how long is limited time because they are as guardians and they live a lot longer than humans. So is it like ten years or something? <laughs> I uh, I was telling Malik I really love what happened to Asgard in this time period between Endgame and now. It's such a nice little port town. I could see myself living there honestly. Like I'd be living they amongst Asgardians, you know, but like it, it's a nice little port town. It made me start to think, like, man, I really like the port town aesthetic. <laughs> Minus the occasional shadow beast, it's probably really. Uh, oh yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I would love to eat at um, oh, what was it called? Infinity Cones. Yes. Ice cream shop. Yes. I would love to go there. That place was sick. dope. Dude, they should they should add Asgard to Avengers Campus. Make it bigger. Hmm. That yes. would be cool. Make like an actual Infinity Cones that people can go eat at. <laughs> you made Blue Milk a thing, Disney. Come on, give us Infinity yeah. Cones. <laughs> yeah, I was so bummed at how small Avengers Campus was. I'm like, this is it? 
Really? That's really that small. I, I mean, it's it's a decent size, but when you go from Galaxy's Edge to Avengers Campus, uh, Avengers mm. Campus feels like a couple of pathways and a couple of mm. like live shows oh, and man. some merch. And one or two rides that I didn't even go on because I hate Tower of Terror type rides, and that was the Guardians ride. Yeah. Well, the Guardians ride was the Tower of Terror beforehand. Yeah. You know, they replaced it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, if that's two things, two, like, authentic things from Marvel that I think they should bring to, like, for, like, food for people to eat, it should be Infinity Cones and a Shawarma Place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony Stark. Oh, so did y'all like the um Korg's I guess husband? Yes. Was Dwayne. Dwayne, oh my Dwayne. god. Dwayne the Rock. Du- yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm not gonna lie, I love that dude's 80s fucking mustache. <laughs> it was so sick. I don't know how a rock person, a Cronin, could fucking have a mustache, but goddamn, I was here for it. <laughs> the dumpling god too. That made me laugh. I don't it was just like so <laughs> stupid, but it made me laugh so hard in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> googly eyes and everything <laughs> i want to go back and rewatch that movie again as well because um adam had actually pointed out i was sitting next to him in the theater and i that's why i keep bringing him up all the time but like um adam had pointed out to me that he thought he saw an eternal in the in the window when they first appeared in that arena oh. um and i was like oh shit i didn't even notice i i wasn't paying attention and i was like god damn it now i kind of want to go back and see if that was the case <laughs> Yeah, I thought there was going to be, like, an internal cameo in, like, the post-credit scenes because, like, we're doing cosmic shit. Yeah. But uh, we got Hercules, and I didn't even Ooh. know he was a Marvel character. I obviously know he's, like, a Greek god and Greek lore, but, like, yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, Hercules, Hercules is 100% a Marvel character, so when that happened, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe they're actually doing Hercules. <laughs> he looked kind of familiar, too. I didn't know who it was, but I swear I've seen him in something before. You may have seen him in comics before. Um, no, no, not Hercules, though. The actor for uh, Hercules. He was in Ted Lasso. One of my friends uh, told me he was in Ted Lasso. Okay, that's probably where. I don't know what character he played in Ted La- Ted Lasso because I haven't seen that show. I just know that he's in it. <laughs> I've had it on the background. Or, no, I haven't had it on the background. My friends have had it on the background while I'm like over and I'm not watching. So yeah. that's probably why I've recognized who it was. His name is Brett Goldstein, and I I don't know I've I've never watched Ted Lasso, but I'm seeing a picture, and I'm like I haven't seen him in anything. I kind of want to watch it though. It looks like a funny show, and I've I, heard I do like soccer. About it. Yeah, I've, so, I've heard good stuff about it. Football, I should say. But yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder I thought was a was a great movie. I give it a solid eight out eight point five out of ten. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I don't want to give it another eight because I just gave Kenobi an eight. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I really did enjoy this movie a lot. What were your thoughts, I, David? Um, I definitely enjoyed this. Like, like I said, more than um, more than Ragnarok. Um, I wish we had seen more of Jane. I mm-hmm. like. I thought we got a lot of Jane and a lot of Valkyrie, but it's like I wanted more of them. I wanted. Oh yeah, more their dynamic was so nice. Yeah, more gore was good too. Yeah, we should have got. I think a little bit more. Even with what we had, though, it, it 
it was one of the best Marvel villains for me. So I think if we had like another 10 minutes of gore scenes or even five, it might have projected it to top three or two. Gore just had so many levels to a Marvel villain, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so dark, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like I look at like the Marvel villain right before, like, obviously being Doctor Strange, and I'm like, okay. You know, there's a complete difference between these two. But, like, the one big villain that I was trying to compare him to is Arthur Harrow from Moon Knight. You know, I look at Arthur Harrow and I'm like, all right, this is just a guy who got linked up with a god who has a weird sense of what they think is fucking peace, but it's going about it the wrong way. Um, Versus a man who literally slays a snake's head in front of children. And I'm like, god damn, what a drastic change. (laughs) Also, like, it it was small, but I thought it was interesting that at the end, Thor took Mjolnir, and Mm -hmm. I know she had a name, but I think they only said it, like, once. The the girl took Stormbreaker. Yeah, that was... It was really big compared to her, too. It was hilarious. (laughs) That's one thing that got me with that movie, I will say, is, um... The, the way they made it seem like Thor hasn't had Mjolnir since Ragnarok kind of threw me off, because he had it at Endgame. You know, yeah, before he gave bit. it to Cap, or before mm-hmm. Cap picked it up, I should say. Um, you know, he had. Well, I guess that wasn't his Mjolnir. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't yeah. one from a different timeline. Do we have two Mjolnirs in the Marvel universe? Oh my god! I just thought about that. Yeah. Unless yeah, unless Cap brought it back. I th- oh yeah, I yes. assume he did. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that he brought it back with the Infinity Stones because I was yeah. just like. Yeah. He he brought that one back, but I guess yeah. Now with this movie, we we can we can know that there was a broken one somewhere, in like you know the glass. I thought it was just completely shattered and gone. Yeah, uh, I I just adding to that. I really liked how Jane was using Mjolnir, like breaking it in pieces, mm-hmm. and it was all come back that into was, Mjolnir. That was awesome. I gasped. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. That was sick. And it really caused a lot of damage because she took out a lot of those shadows, shadow creatures in that battle. <laughs> I thought they were symbiotes at first, and I was like so hyped. And I'm like, wait, they're just shadows. <laughs> I think that they tried to make that as close to a symbiote as possible without getting mm-hmm. into a legal dispute with Sony, which I thought was really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, and um, she was she spent the entire movie trying to come up with a catchphrase. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was, was that cool. Funny. Eat my hammer. <laughs> I think one of my few problems with the movie was the pacing because it, it's it's at points i think a speed run oh my it God. is only it two felt hours like it went through fast mm-hmm. i was like I mean, it is only two hours but still like, yeah i wow, went through we... that movie and i was like damn it's over already i was like it's only 9 30 uh-huh. i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that's my own like one of my few problems is just the pacing but that is it is, it is a really fun and good movie yeah but yeah, Thor, Thor Love and Thunder, great movie. Highly recommend going to see it if you stuck around for the spoiler review, everybody. Um, you might want to you might want to go and see it. I know we just spoiled the entire movie for you, yep. but it's still good Pretty to much. see in person. <laughs> <laughs> and to see Chris Hemsworth's crazy jacked body for the ladies. Listening. Yeah, and his butt. <laughs> yeah, and his butt. If you like Chris Hemsworth butt, go see it. <laughs> mhm. Well, alrighty, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Kieran, thank you for hopping on. David, for thank you for hopping on. Anytime. Thank you for having us. Now, if you guys would like to plug anything that you would like, you're more than welcome to. David, you have more to plug. You have more to plug, so you go first. 
Okay, so Chase will kill me if I don't mention that I also have a podcast on Sundays called Rogue Council with my co-host uh, Chase, a.k.a. Ford in the Black. You can search up Ford in the Black on Twitch or YouTube when we're going live. Um, we're going to try and do an episode actually also on Kenobi this Sunday. And I myself am Xenatos1138 on TikTok and Twitter mostly, but that is my name on all social medias. That is Xanatos with an X, everybody. Yes, yes, Xanatos, yeah, that. <laughs> Can't forget uh, the X. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> I, That's totally no okay. No podcast, no TikTok. That's totally uh, fine. We just enjoyed your company. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, thank you guys yeah. again for hopping on. I really appreciate it. Uh, this was a great episode, I thought. <laughs> yes, very fun. Great discussion. Well, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Uh, We will see you in the next episode. Take care and have a nice day, night, evening, evening, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. I don't know. I suck at intros. (laughs) I meant to say outros. (laughs)